Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your hosts, Dr. Doug Carriger and Mrs. Stephanie Wesco. Great to be back with you, folks. We we do. Uh, we just cherish this opportunity. We love that we have this opportunity and that we get to come out and talk with all you guys, be part of your community, and be part of this podcast. And with me, as always, is my friend Stephanie. And Stephanie, what's going on over there in Indiana today? Well, good morning, Doug. Um, here in Indiana, it is currently negative two degrees, and so it's cold. Um, it was earlier this morning I got up to go to the doctor and it was negative five. Um, yeah. So it's warmed up a few degrees, but it, the sun is shining. So, you know, negative two with the sun shining, it's cold, but at least it's not dreary. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw that, you know, Zach had put something out there on Facebook about negative five this morning. I was thinking that's good walking. You know, you just got to wear the long johns under your clothes. That's good walking weather right yeah. there. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. It's good and well, crisp. And, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not as sanctified as you. So <laughs> our dear friend Holly, her husband put out on Facebook this morning that she said the cold weather is bad for her sanctification, and I am agreeing with her. <laughs> it just makes me feel not, you know, it wow. wakes you up, but it doesn't make your body feel very good. Yeah, and there's something to be said about your body not feeling good, you know? <laughs> 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 yeah. You just, uh, you don't want to promote that in any way. You know, you want to, you want to keep things feeling as decent as you, it reminds me of an old Ford I used to have when you'd start it, when it was really cold like that, you know, it was like, and then that thing, it just rumbled for like 20 minutes. It's like, you know, you go to put it in drive and it was like the car is saying to you, no, not yet, man. You know, it's, it's not happening yet. It's too uh, cold. Yeah. What are you doing? You know, don't put me in drive. It's too cold out here. Yeah. Boy, I remember those days. Well, cool. So anyway, we've been we've been moving along, and and we're just uh, uh, we're just hearing a lot of things coming out of what's going on with the TV show. It seems like we're more than halfway there. And you know, we had three times. I guess we've sat down and refilmed some things. We've talked through some things, and boy, I'll tell you, I am not an executive producer. I'm closer to one now that we're coming out the other end, but you know, when you put things together and you do those, we're really learning a lesson on that. I think Stephanie, but we want you folks to know it's coming. So hang in there. And when we make that next season, I believe God will provide for the next season. I think at that point, everything's going to go great. So I want to give you a quick update on that and let you know it's moving. I'm seeing stuff every week, you know, two or three episodes are wrapping up. And what we want to do is we want to get them all done and all out there at the same time. And so uh, really pray with us. We're, we're hoping for, you know, by March 1st, a good release out there. So I, th- I think today for you guys is like, uh, you know, February 15th or something. I'm not sure. Or 14th. I'm not sure. Anyway. We know it's a Monday in February for you guys, and uh, uh, we're thinking March 1st is coming along. So, uh, Stephanie, before we go back over to Proverbs chapter 12, um, you know, we have our segment, which is so important, our knuckleheaded moment. And there's a few reasons we do that. First reason we do that, obviously, so we can see what a knucklehead looks like. So we're not knuckleheads. 
and sometimes they can be funny. I think the most important portion of that is though, so we're not knuckleheads. And also knowing what a knucklehead looks like, because if we're not careful, you know, we can end up with the wrong friends and stuff like that who are, uh, you know, not necessarily the people we need in our lives and stuff. So this segment has, it's far reaching, man. It, uh, you know, it's pretty far reaching. It's reaching out to people. So with that in mind, it's your turn. So Stephanie, you might be a knucklehead if. Well, Doug, you might be a knucklehead if you call separation from abuse unnatural avoidance. Yeah. You know, you know, some people sit around and first of all, you know, the knuckleheads, the idiots, whatever word you want to use. Some people don't like the word idiot because we're Christians. But if you're sitting around trying to craft a message saying it's unnatural to separate from somebody who's abusing you, um, let me tell you something. Not only are you a knucklehead, you might be breaking the law. And uh, yeah. th- there's so many other things involved with that. You know right. what? And you know what the sad thing is, Stephanie, the people listening to us are pretty cool, but they, we all know people like this. We all know people who think they're great. We all know people who think they're a moral authority. We all, you know, these are these people out there that they just don't help people or they don't get what's going on. And we got to love them. We got to take care of them. We got to share the gospel with them, but we don't have to hang with them. And, right. uh, uh, and we don't have to be abused. Don't be abused. Let's make this an abuse free yep. podcast. We, we don't think people should be abused. So this is an abuse free kind of thing. We are, we're staying away from that. And, and I think that's a good example for us to look at and think about, because we're going to be talking about our abusive knucklehead here in a minute in uh, yep. Proverbs twelve eighteen, And, and then Stephanie, with that same thought is, I mean, the things we say to people, you're on the positive side. So things you say to people with PTSD to help you know, to help them feel good about themselves, to help them feel loved, to, to be part of that. What is that that we do? What do we say? Well, I think a huge thing that goes along with what I just said, a knucklehead says or does in their actions, it, the, the turn to that is when you know someone who's been abused or is being abused and you see them pull back, you see them separate, you see them put up boundaries. You know, we've been, we're, we're researching, preparing to hit narcissism square between the eyes. And um, when I look at that subject, one of the things that always comes back to me from testimonies and from personal life is the fact that someone who has PTSD who has been abused needs to hear these three words. I believe you. Yeah, there it is, man. Because that, that changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I I, I think uh, probably more than anything else, people who've been abused, people, you know, your mind gets wrapped around what the abuser says you are. Yeah. Even though we know better, you know, it, it's almost like they, folks, they can wear us down or, you you know, and people get worn down. And so for those well, of you they, who, yeah. Yeah, they wash. Yeah. And, and they do it through gaslighting. They do it through, you know, little bits and pieces. And, you know, I'm the best thing that ever happened to you. Look at everything I've done for you. Yeah. You know, there's a constant reminder of look at what I'm doing for you. You know, if you have to yeah. be that person that constantly reminds people what you're doing for other people, I think you need to stop and take a look at that and say, you know, this isn't right. Um, you know, you know, people and, and I'm telling you what, man, life is so much better when we're abuse free life is so much better when we're knucklehead free life is so much better when narcissists are somewhere else. Um, and that's the big thing, you know, God wants us to live our best lives right now. 
in our best lives are serving him. Our best lives are studying about him, learning more about him. And, and as we do that, we find out, boy, these guys are knuckleheads. And, and it's almost like God draws this line on people to stay away from people, not to trust people. You know, it's just there. It's just there. And, um, so anyway, we, we don't have to spend a ton of time on that, but I think we all get exactly what Stephanie's saying. I believe you, you know, I'm with you. I'm on your side. You know, when you said that to me for the first time, those three words changed my life. Yeah. You, you know, the depth of how much they changed my life. Yeah. Um, because that, that had not been the case for so long and having, having someone tell you you're not insane what happened to you is not okay because when it's hammered into you, you're the one that's messed up. What I'm doing is perfectly godly and okay. That, that it, you are eventually brainwashed. Yeah. It messed up your whole, the whole way you think. So yeah, yeah that's very important to me. Yeah. People's words, uh, they, they have, man, they carry with them. We read in Proverbs, you know, the power of life or the power of death really uh, you know, you can cut people down. We're going to see that. Actually, this is a perfect leading uh, to Proverbs chapter 12 and verse number 18, where we're at right now. And and I, I think, folks, I think as we study Proverbs over and over again, God's reminding us of things that we don't have to tolerate and things that we shouldn't do. And, you know, that it goes both ways. This thing cuts both ways. Yeah. Not only yeah. do we look at people and say, you know, this person's a narcissist. We need to look at ourselves and say, hey, am I buying yeah. into any of this? Yeah. You know, have I picked up any of it? Because if there's one thing uh, that narcissists can do is they grow themselves. You know, they, you know, and, and birds of the feather flock together. And, uh, yeah. you know, God forbid if we're hurting anybody, you know, God forbid if we're, uh, you know, in a position where our words or our actions are hurting one of God's, uh, you know, people. Uh, everybody here is marked for God. Christ died for them. And so what we need to do, and I know not in the true sense of the revelation, mark of the beast, mark for God, but I mean, we're, we're everybody on this earth, every set of eyes you look in has a chance to be saved, has a chance to get right with God and to go out there and hurt people and mock them and, and try to craft fancy sayings and to try to do those types of things. Folks, that's not, that's not life. That's death. Let the dead bury yeah. the dead. You know, we're going to, uh, we're going to live a good life. You know, we're going to, we're going to trust God. We're going to read his word. We're going to separate from the knuckleheads and we're going to move forward. And if the knucklehead happens to be married to us, we're going to get Christian counseling from our pastor. We're going to get right. We're going to get our hearts right. And, um, and sometimes, you know, you have to get away from knuckleheads. That's all it comes down to. Some people don't listen to, you know, Luke 17, three, some people where you go tell them, Hey, you messed up. And if, if they repent, you forgive them. If they don't, you move out smartly. And, uh, I mean, the, the Bible's pretty clear on some of these things, but look what yeah. it says over here in, in chapter 12 and verse number 18, Stephanie, it says there, there is that speaketh like the piercings of a sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. So, you know, there are those that, you know, they, there are people who speak like a sword. I mean, they're, they're the type of people when, when they speak, they're out to cut you. Kind of what you just said uh, on things, you know, we, we uh, you might be a knucklehead if that thing where you said, well, you know, you try to edify people, you try to blow off abuse and just tell people to get along. You know what that is, folks? That's like stabbing somebody with a knife. Yep. 
Uh, what you're doing is you're prolonging this abuse cycle. Yeah. What you're doing is you're prolonging, uh, you know, what can happen and hurt people. And I, I assure you, you could go to any doctor uh, in your neighborhood right now and say, talk to me about people who are abused and they will. Yeah. They'll say, you're not, you won't believe what we're dealing with. You know, it's so, it's so real. It's so relevant. It's so far out there. And, and so Stephanie, right away, Think about this. It's like the piercings of a sword and words that are like a piercing of a sword. Now you've dealt with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, um, the tongue is a huge subject to me because I have, and I'm not saying I've always been innocent in using my tongue for the Lord. I can't tell you how many times I've had to seek my children's forgiveness um, for me too. Yeah. I've gotten upset and not used my tongue to build them up. Um, so if you want, you know, I'll be very transparent with that, but I have been on the receiving end of murderous words multiple times. And, um, I love the fact that people that, that love to promote the whole thing of, um, you know, you just have to forgive and get along. I love that those people always go after the person who's been wounded yeah and the one who is doing the wounding the attacker it's almost like a hero to these people yeah Yeah. i mean it's i think there is a satanic lying spirit yeah Uh, the more i study with spiritual warfare i do believe um when we learn in ephesians 6 that we wrestle not against flesh and blood but principalities and powers that involves words as much as it involves actions because your mouth is an instrument and it is yielded to god or it is yielded to your flesh and if it's yielded to your flesh guess who's running your mouth yeah and yeah. so keeping that in mind will change how we talk it will change and and i so appreciate what you said about that as we go through these things it makes us do a double take and look at ourselves because i don't ever want to lose that i don't ever want to lose the point of where when i've been abused it causes me to take a step back and get on my knees before god and realize that i'm a narcissist without jesus christ that without filling and using me and speaking through me, I, in my flesh, am every bit as capable of doing to someone else what's been done to me. And God forbid that that would ever happen. But I'm just, we are all humans and we can all do this where our words become a sword. It becomes a dagger that creates a wound. And, you know, sometimes when when it doesn't just say it's, it's a small, it says it's a sword. And so in other words, I think it's, it's, it gives me the description of, you know, the Bible is also referred to as a sword. Yeah. And so I believe in a, in an evil sense, our words in a demonic sense can have the same amount of power that the word of God has for good. Yeah. That the word of God for right. And I think that's, that's a very sobering thing because God's word changes things. Yeah. It, it, really revolutionizes things and our words are capable in a bad sense of doing that exact same thing. Yeah. You know, there's only two options on the shelf, serving God or serving self. And there's only two options on the shelf when it comes to your words. Am I serving God or am I serving the God of this world, the devil? 
uh, you know, are my words edifying? Are my words of life? Are my words of death? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. The, the two options here are simple. Basically, the verse is saying, hey, there's, there's people out there. There's, there's one out there, which is of the devil, which we could work for if we're not careful. Uh, we speak like piercings of a sword. And then, and then there's those that, that they have their tongue right and, uh, and, and promotes health, basically. And, and, you know, if you look at that verse, it's uh, there is one that speaketh like piercings of the sword, but the tongue of the wise is health. And so, so what it's saying to us is, you know, the option is we speak death. The option is we speak hurt. The option is we stab people or the option is we love people. Uh, we, you know, we speak words of health. We speak words of health are God's words. Words of health are nice words. And I mean, you know, there's times when you're dealing with folks who are literally going through everything you could ever imagine. Just be honest. Just be truthful. Just be loving. It makes a difference. That's all God's saying here is, uh, are your words going to be that, that stab people? Or are your words going to be that, that edify people, that encourage people, that lift people up? And, and, and I think that's what this is getting at. We want to be the lifter. We, we don't want to be the stabber. We want to be the health person. We want to bring the good health. And we see a little more, I think, of that, Stephanie, in, in verse number 19. It says, the lip of the truth shall be established forever, but a lion tongue is but for, do you see that last word, folks? I mean, look at that last word, just a moment. But for a moment, just a moment, I mean, that, that lion thing, there, there's no stick to itness. There's no posterity in it because there's no godliness. You know, the, the option of the lie, the option of saying the wrong thing equals nothing. Uh, it, it doesn't go anywhere. You know, those lies that we say and we all say them, uh, those lies that we feel, those things that we omit, they have no, um, you know, eternal value. They have no long lasting value. They're just for a moment. And, uh, you know, so if we're, if we're the type of people, I think Stephanie, that are sitting around crafting things and trying to say, how can we say this to be cute, to be funny, to, uh, you know, to, to capture a laugh or something like that, we're in the wrong place. You know, because we need to be that person that's speaking of, of health and promoting health and, and we need to be speaking that lip of truth and where it comes out of our lips, it's real, it's true. People don't have to second guess us. They don't have to come back later and ask us the same question in five different directions because they know we tell them the truth. There's a lot in truth that can change life, Stephanie. There really is. Yeah. Well, and I think the fact that, again, we have the whole idea that um, things that are treasures that are laid up in heaven don't decay. Things that are of this world will and our words are even affected by that. I think of Psalm 19, the last verse of that chapter says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And my parents had, had us memorize that verse at a very young age, and they would constantly bring that to our attention, that the words of our mouth the meditation of our heart, in other words, our thoughts, and not just thoughts that fleeting thoughts. I'm talking thoughts that are our way of life, thoughts that are controlling our words, thoughts that control how we act and what we do, choices we make. Let them be acceptable in your sight, because if they're acceptable in God's sight, they will be established forever. And lying, a lying tongue, and I think this will be laid out very clearly because quote unquote Christians seem to be 
um, perverting this basic truth, but a lying tongue is never acceptable to God. That's right. And, and, and we live in a world where lying has become such a normal thing. And I'm yeah. not talking, we know it in the world. Okay. Yeah. But this is going on in churches where there is point blank lying going on and it is being accepted and covered. And this verse makes it very clear that that God views a lying tongue so so worthless. It's but for a moment. There's it's it's it has no weight in eternity. And that's what it's saying. I mean, this is exactly what Stephanie's saying here. Is you, you know, again, there's always two options on the shelf, and, and the option of words uh, should be something that we consider. Uh, we pray about and that we just follow God's direction on this. Just tell the truth, just love people, care for people. Sometimes the truth is hard. And so, you know, sometimes there's more to it than just these knuckleheads who go out and lie to everybody. You know, sometimes it's, you know, you're sitting down with somebody and truth hurts, but it, it needs to be said because, you know, truth from God has an eternal flair to it. You know, long after the days on this earth are gone, you know, we, we can look and, you know, as far as calendar years go, maybe lies get you through, you know, 20, 40, 60 years. I don't know. But we don't, as eternal beings, as somebody who's going to spend eternity with Christ, we're looking at something much bigger than that. Yeah, We're looking at eternity, and we want our words back home, you know, or back on earth where we started home as heaven. We want our words to be glorifying to God that that those who come after us, that those who know us, that those that we become friends with, we really want to have a, a feel with them that, hey, this is this is good. Uh, uh, I think, you know, everything's going to, you know, be okay. This is what God wants us to know, and it's perfect truth. And, and you know, there's a sense when someone lies to you, you kind of know they're lying to you. Yep. And there's always this sense, and again, I this isn't extra biblical. This is just what I think. Um, I think I can always tell when someone's real truthful, if that makes sense. I, mm-hmm. I can always tell when, when somebody's just going to be really truthful. And probably the hardest thing we go through, folks, just being honest with you, talking with people with PTSD, working with people with PTSD, working with people who are being hurt by people and those types of things. I mean, there's decisions made. There's, you know, for every hundred people listening to us in this podcast today, there's probably a hundred tough decisions this month. Just being honest. I mean, it, these are hard things. But, uh, uh, you know, when you make that truth for one, when you make that right one, when people know that you're a little different, when people know that uh, I can trust their word, I can tell it's truth, I feel good about that, boy, then God can use you. I, I really think that's where we're at right now. This is what this is, what this is all speaking of today. There, there's that one. There's the speaking. There's the piercing. Your words can stab somebody. Your words can hurt somebody. Your words can kill their day. Your words can kill lives. But boy, uh, you know, doing the right thing, saying the right thing is health. And then it goes on there in 19 and starts talking about truth matters. Saying the truth matters. It lives eternally. And, uh, uh, but that old lion stuff, that, that tongue, that, that, that road you go down, it's just for a moment. So folks, I guess if we get anything out of this podcast today is we, we do have choices. And here's the great thing. You've already made a choice to be with the cool people today and be part of this podcast. And uh, you've made a choice in most cases. Most of you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and I'm so thankful for that. And we beg God uh, daily as we make these things and stuff that if you haven't, you will. But when you go away from God, you're literally going away from truth. 
or when you're speaking truth, you're literally going away from God. So I think when we realize that, Stephanie, when we realize that these two choices, worldly, devil, evil, uh, no edification of no value or God, I think that's what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the, the whole fact that we serve a God of truth and if he is flowing through us, our words will be words of truth. Um, and I think, you know, when some, when it, when it is discovered, I know, so many situations, situations in my life when I have figured out, um, when I spend become very clear that I've been being lied to, that it discredits that person. And so, we God is a God of truth. Hence, He is credible. Hence, He is to be flowing through us. So our words are credible. Are your words words that are truth, that are based on truth, or are they words that are filled with humanism, which will mean you have a lying tongue? There you go. There you go. So friends, none of us are pointing anyone saying you're lying. We're all pointing to you saying, thank you. Thank you for being out on this podcast. Speak the right thing. I think that's what I got out of it today, Stephanie, is we just need Mm -hmm. to speak truth and honesty and, Mm -hmm. and that's where we're at. Well, we sure do love you folks. Listen, Again, we say this all the time, but it's so important to us that you all know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior. In just a minute, Brother Eric's going to come on. Please listen to every word he has to tell you, and uh, he's going to share with you from the Word of God how you can know for sure you're saved. Nothing more important than that. We sure do love you, folks. God bless you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. It is very important to all of us at Help for Wounded Spirits that you know your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The Bible is very clear with a simple salvation message. You can know today. First, you're a sinner, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, there's a price on sin, for the wages of sin is death. Third, Jesus paid that price for you. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Lastly, you must speak it with your mouth, and believe it with your heart, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made known unto salvation. Simply ask the Lord to save you in Jesus' name while believing in your heart, and he will. Please contact us if we can help you in any way. God bless you. Doug and Stephanie, thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources, more information, or to donate to help this vital ministry, visit us at WoundedSpirits.com.